Hello and welcome to episode 168 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, my name is Ian Alistair Gray and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about productivity tools. I'll be sharing my top productivity tools that I've discovered over the last few years. So let's get on with it right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Show. My name's Ian Anderson Gray, and we're talking about must-have productivity tools. If you've just joined, if you're watching live or the replay, do say hello. Let me know if you're watching the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments. But it's great to get started because this is a subject that is kind of close to my heart. I love productivity tools. I love being more productive because I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm not the most organized of people. Uh, Well, I should say that I wasn't the most organized uh, people, but now I am (laughs) a lot more organized because of all these tools that I'm going to be sharing today. One more thing, uh, if you're watching live on the replay, there will be no show this Thursday because I'm going to go to Dublin. I'm going to Ireland. Uh, There's a big event happening on Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be all about rebooting your business after the pandemic, so that's going to be fun. Uh, And yeah, it's... It's a kind of a funny one, really, because I'm, well, I don't know about a funny one. I could be completely mad because tomorrow morning I'm flying out at uh, 8.05. I've just found out I have to be at the airport at 6 a.m. And yeah, the flight the following day, I'm flying back to Manchester, uh, is at 6.30 in the morning. So I'm probably... I'm probably going to be up for 24 hours uh, or more, so I'm not sure how I'm going to cope with that. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Wanna be productive, I wanna be, I wanna be productive, I wanna be, I wanna be productive, I wanna be, I wanna be productive, I wanna be productive, I wanna be productive, I wanna be productive, yeah, 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 what productive Okay, let's get on with it. Yeah, the first tool that I want to talk about are password management tools. This is not sexy, this is not exciting, but finding the best password management tool for you just means that you're not having to log in and out of different tools and remembering passwords. It just allows you to be really secure. And so the tool that I use for for this is LastPass. But, you know, you don't have to use LastPass. There's many other ones. There's, well, there's KeyPass and there's One Password. I've used LastPass for ages. I really like it. It works on my phones and everywhere. Uh, and the price is not too bad. So uh, that's what I would recommend. Uh, go for a password management tool. Definitely check that out. 
The next one are Google Sheets. <laughs> I promise you it gets more exciting. Okay, Google Sheets. So I love Google Sheets because it's kind of like Excel, but online. And it means that you can share with other people. Uh, so I share this with Tonya, my assistant. Uh, and uh, this tool here, this this sheet that I've got here on the screen, are all my... Um, these are all my tools for uh, these two. These are all my episodes for all my shows. So I've got the episode number, the title, my guests, uh, my guests' favorite music, <laughs> the theme, um, uh, the sponsor, if I have sponsors on the show. And this just keeps me really, really um, up to date. Um, so let's have a look and uh, look at what else is there. We've also got the date and uh, date and time. Uh, do I have the headshot? Uh, do I have and then Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I've got all of this information here. And it means that myself and my assistant, Tonya, have access to this and we can keep it up to date. And without this, I would be lost, completely lost. It really, really helps me stay on top of my productivity, on top of my content creation, because live video is is the centerpiece of everything that I create. It helps me create my blogs. It helps me um, launch my podcast, all those kind of things. So yeah. Um, and Annette, we can see you now. That's just great. Thank you for that. Last pass for me too. Yeah. Love last pass. Although I hear a lot of good stuff about uh, one password. Uh, it is one password, isn't it? And this dash dashling is another one. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. So we've said Google Sheets. The next one is Grammarly. Grammarly. Uh, now, I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm i a lot better than I used to be, but I kind of struggle with um, my spelling and getting the best grammar. Sometimes I, I, I get things wrong. And instead of spending huge amounts of time uh, going through with Grammarly, it uh, integrates with your browser, it integrates with uh, apps like Word and things like that. And it allows you to write better or write a, write a bit more better as somebody I used to know said. Um, so it's apparently it's, it's, it uses artificial intelligence as well. So there's a desktop app and it integrates with all your browsers and it even does things like, for example, uh, it actually gives you a rating, a score of how, how rich your vocabulary is. And I didn't think I had a massive vocabulary, um, but actually I was quite surprised. I was quite pleasantly surprised that my vocabulary apparently is pretty good compared to uh, a lot of uh, Grammarly users. So uh, it works with your email. So whether you're using Gmail or Outlook or uh, Slack or Apple Mail, um, Google Docs, Word, Evernote, all those kind of things. And even on social media as well. So if I'm creating a post on Instagram or Facebook, uh, it works with that. It's great. I love it. So uh, definitely check out Grammarly. Uh, it is pretty awesome. Okay, the next one is Moom. Now, some of the apps I'm going to be recommending today are cross-platform, will work on PCs and Macs. Some, I'm afraid, well, are just for Mac. And so there are some Windows equivalent, but uh, yeah, um, I will try and try and give you some uh, Windows uh, equivalents if I can. Uh, I'm just having a look at the comments. Oh, Martin says, never make spelling mistakes. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I do do that from time to time. But you've got no excuse if you use Grammarly. Because uh, like, I, I, think, I think spelling and grammar 
is really important. I think it, if you have good grammar and spelling, it gives a good impression. If you make silly mistakes, then it can give off the wrong impression. And sometimes you can actually say something that you didn't mean. You could actually come and say something like a little bit offensive. So we don't want that, do we? Okay, so Moom is an app for Mac and it is a Windows management tool. So there are quite a few tools out there. Like uh, there's a tool like Magnet, which allows me to move move things around the screen. Uh, but the thing I like about Moom is the way it uh, remembers the positions of all your different windows. So probably best if I go on to live demo mode. Right, I'm, hopefully that will work. Yeah. Okay. So that you're. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'll explain all of this. But if you're watching, you can see all my windows with Ecamm Live. Now, because I've got all the windows open here, it looks quite overwhelming. Um, but uh, up here in my, up here I've got, now where is Moom gone? Uh, Moom, 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 Moom. It's here. Okay, so uh, I can then go into preferences. And is this where I want to go? Uh, no, probably isn't actually. Uh, I should have looked at this before. Um, Moom sample. Where's it gone? Da, da, da. Custom. There we go. Yeah, I, I couldn't find where it was. Okay, so what you can do is you can save. Uh, for example, I could save this current um, position here, or I could I could move my browser to be like that say i want to save everything like this um so i want my browser my browser on the left i want to have um ecamm live like that at the bottom so what i can then do is i can save this i can click on a plus and i can arrange windows and i'm going to call this test arrangement like that okay so and then i can save that snapshot. Okay, so the cool thing about this is now if I go uh, to Moom up here, I've got all these different settings here. So I've, for example, I can go to my CLMS presentation, uh, my CLMS preset, and what this will do is it will rearrange all the windows so that Ecom Live uh, is all over in the right place. So let's just click on that. There we go. Uh, now, if I go back to test, which is the test arrangement, which is what I just did. Uh, I think it's put Ecom Live at the front, but yeah. Okay, Ecom Live is at the front, but it's basically back to, the, it's remembered all those different places um, on the screen. And I love this because, for example, with Ecom Live, I might not want all these windows open. I might want only some of them open. I want might want some on a second screen. And so this allows me to... Uh, to have presets uh, of the of all the positions of my windows and I have actually put this onto my stream deck as well so I've got this uh, all I need to do is press a, a button on my stream deck and it will rearrange the windows which is really cool so that is uh, that is Moom uh, let's get go off live demo mode uh, Moom is by a uh, it's called manytricks.com slash Moom, M-O-O-M. Uh, and it's a, a Mac app. There are v versions, there are kind of similar apps on Windows. On the, and actually with Windows, you've got the Snap 
uh, function built in, but I love this. And it's been around for ages. It's been around since 2011. So it's been a, uh, a really, really cool tool. I love it. Okay, so that is Moom. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is my Stream Deck. And there are so many different things that you can do with a Stream Deck. Where do I even start? Oh, my goodness. Um, let's, let's open my Stream Deck. In fact, what I'm going to show you is my current setup here. Uh, so I've got three Stream Decks. I've got, um, I've got my little one over there. Um, and on here, I've got... Uh, the reason I've got three Stream Decks is because I just want everything... Uh, close to hand. So on the top left here, I've got the CASA app. On, on here, what I can do is I can switch on and off my lights, my, my basically pretty much everything in the studio as well. I can switch an, on and off my uh, camera and my field monitor and even my Rodecaster Pro. So that's uh, one of my buttons there. Uh, then I've got a hue button uh, and here I can switch on and off the uh, lights um, in my studio. So if I click on that, uh, my light will go on. I don't know if you can see. There we go. If I switch it off again, it's off. So that's that button. That's that. That's that button there. Those are the hue ones. This uh, button here will switch between my Rodecaster Pro and my Max speakers. Then I've got the percentage CPU use. So this is showing you how uh, how my computer's doing really. If that starts to get really high then I know I probably need to close down a few apps. Uh, that number is, I've got a number here which shows you the number of live viewers. Unfortunately, that's not very accurate. It's showing four at the moment, but I know that that number is considerably higher than that because, uh, for example, it doesn't include Twitter, it doesn't include LinkedIn and a few other channels as well, but it's still good to know. Uh, and then this button here is uh, Magic, I think it's called Magic Mouse Pro. And what this does is it allows me to, uh, for example, I don't know whether I can actually show you this, but um, I'll show you that in a minute. But basically, yeah, if I, if, I, if I go back to my screen, for example, and click those buttons, I can then zoom in and I can, I can uh, highlight, my, highlight different parts of the screen um, using a Magic Mouse Pro, which is really cool. Love that side of things. Uh, okay, where are we next? Uh, so that's Magic Mouse. And then I can also up change the uh, the brightness of my uh, Elgato key lights here so I can make them brighter or darker. Um, so that's going to make them a lot darker. And then I want to put, bring them back up again. So that's that. Uh, and of course, the color temperature as well. Okay, over to here. Um this is my, this is all, all, these are all the buttons on my big Stream Deck. This is my Stream Deck XL. And I've got my buttons, for example, for my applause. And so I can switch that on and off. I can do a dun dun dun. And I've also got, if I want to go left and right in my keynote slides, I've got a left and right there or up and down. I can put my keys, uh, my, I can mute my mute my audio. I can stop any sound. I can go into live demo mode. I can go to preview. I've also got um, a ticker button here. So this is for my ticker and also for my name as well. And I've also got my community button. So I can put that up on the screen. So if you want to join my uh, Confident Live community, then just go to confident.live forward slash community. Um, so I've got that as an overlay on the screen. And then some overlays. I've got my red overlay. I've got my yellow and blue and gray, I think. Yeah, I've got a gray one. 
Um, yeah, so that's that one. And then over here is uh, all the scenes for this uh, show. For example, I've got my solo one. I've got, I can zoom in like that. Uh, and I've also got, uh, what else have I got? I've, I've got all these other things, like for example, screen share as well. But I want to show you this because I've been playing around with these. If I'm, for example, on YouTube, I've got a YouTube button. And if I click on that, the Stream Deck on the right then changes to all these controls um, here. Now, this is, I bought this from uh, an amazing guy, Alec. He has a, a show called, or a YouTube channel called uh, Take uh, Tech Take One, I think it's called. And I'm going to have him on the show um, because he is a recovering perfectionist like me and talking about, we're going to talk about uh, his uh, workflow, really. Um, but this is something that he's done, and this allows you to uh, take control over your YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, if I click on the button here, the Zoom button, then everything changes to my Zoom control. So if I'm in a Zoom meeting, then I've got uh, things that I can mute myself. I can leave the meeting very easily as well. I've also got one for Adobe Audition. So if I'm doing editing my podcast, I've got that. I've got one for Descript, which I need to play a little bit more with as well. And if I'm doing a, a solo show, I can do the 1x button. Or if I'm doing a, a have a guest on the show, then I've got the 2x button. So I've got some extra scenes there as well. Well, I could go on, but um, it just shows you how many different things I've got there. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So um, what you can do with a Stream Deck is pretty amazing, uh, if to say the least. Um, so there you go. Uh, now... Uh, Katie is in the house. Katie Simpson is here. Good morning. Oh, I'm late. I much must watch this on replay. Uh, don't worry, Katie. You, it's great that you're here. You're watching on YouTube. And of course, you can watch the replay. I'd love to know from you, Katie, what are your tools that you keep going back to on your computer that help you be productive? Uh, Annette's saying, would love to know how a physical stream deck is like compared to the app. That's a really good question. So, uh, you can, you don't have to buy a physical Stream Deck. Uh, you can pay for the app on your phone. Um, the, the downside with the the iPhone app is that you have to pay a subscription. So it's, it's not a one-off cost. And of course, it doesn't have that tactile feel. So on this, if I can actually just know roughly where I am and I can change. Uh, so I've just clicked that button, even though I wasn't looking down and I can click again. Uh, so it, it has that tactile feel to it. And with the Excel, you, you've got a lot more buttons on it as well. So uh, if you wanted to just dip your toe into the Stream Deck world, get the app, but it is a subscription. Um, and yeah. Uh, and it is also saying I should have used Gravelly there. <laughs> I don't notice any spits, but spelling mistakes there. I would love to know how a physical Stream Deck is like compared to the app. No, I, I, th I think... I think that was absolutely fine grammar. Um, okay, what's next? Uh, because there is so much stuff to talk about here. Um, so I've said stream. Ah, oh, yes. Okay, another thing that I've been working on. In fact, I need to be better at this. Uh, let's just click on the button to get this back to there. So I have got... Um, uh, on my Stream Deck, I've just been working on this. I've got a, a, a button there. It's a yellow button that uh, basically allows me to create a file. Okay, let, let me just go back to here. 
it allows me to create a log file or a timestamp file. Now, what I've found, I'm, I've, this is completely new for me, but what I want to do uh, at the end of these shows, what I always do is I will repurpose this into uh, little video snippets. Um, and the, the, the other thing I also do is I put this onto YouTube as well, and I put chapters. Uh, but the problem with that is I need to know, I, I will forget when I said something or when my guest says something like really amazing. And I want to, I want to go back and take that little bit out and make it into like a little snippet. Uh, so what I have to do is watch the whole thing again. So this show is about an hour long. I will then have to go in. I, I, I do listen to the whole show because I edit it, but I want to make it really easy for myself to go back in and know exactly where those points were uh, when I said something. Uh, so for example, in today's show, there were some sections I talked about LastPass, I talked about Google Sheets, I talked about Grammarly. And so I want to know when those sections are because it enables me to create those uh, timestamps for chapters on YouTube, but it also allows me to go back and create those little video snippets as well. Well, with the Elgato app, so if I go to my Stream Deck uh, app over here and go to, okay, so what you can do is you can configure your buttons using the Stream Deck apps. And I'm going to go to my right Stream Deck here and I've got a little button here called Start. What Start is, it's a multi-action button. So what it does, this is the button that I use to start off my shows. The first thing it does is it runs a scene, it changes the scene um, on my show to the image. So that is the image you see right at the start with the music. Then I go, it goes live, it starts broadcasting, and then it uses this new feature here called timestamp. And this is something that you need to add yourself. Uh, so what I will show you is, let's just go back here and... You need to go to the Stream Deck store and what you then need to go to look for is, now is it log uh, or is it timestamp? There we go, it's called timestamp. I forget the name of it. So if you search for timestamp, it's actually by Elgato. I've already installed it, but you will just click on install there and it will then appear on the right-hand side at the bottom, timestamp. And what you'll, the first thing that you'll want to do is click on the new log button. So let's just move that over there. And then you'll want to give it a name. So for example, I'm going to give it timestamp. Uh, but each time I go live, I want to make sure that it's a different name. So I'm going to go in here. I'm going to put in the year first, followed by the month, followed by the day. And then I'm going to put at, and then I'm going to put the hour followed by dot followed by the minute followed by the seconds okay and then what i'm gonna do because i'm using ecom live i'm gonna put this in my ecom live folder ecom live recordings folder uh, and so when i click that button it will create that timestamp text file which is cool um now, the next thing I want to do, so I'm going to go over to here. I'm going to delete that one. So that I've just showed you how to do that. But if we go onto my left stream deck, I can show you uh, the next button, which I've already created. And this allows you, when I click this button, it will actually create a marker in my file. So uh, here, what I've done is I've unchecked everything and I've just put uh, the 
hour since the log was created, then a colon, followed by the minute uh, since the log was created, followed by uh, and then a colon, and then the second since the log was created. And the cool thing about this is that if I then go into my Ecom Live recordings folder, this is one that I created earlier, um, it will then create this file here with all the timestamps here. So I can then go back uh, to my recording and I can see exactly when I said those say, those things or my guests said those things. Um, so I love that. This is a really cool feature uh, that allows you to be a lot more productive. Um, so yeah, that is the timestamp uh, plugin for Stream Deck. It is really, really cool. I love it. Um, uh, so I think I've mentioned all of the things about uh, uh, Stream Deck. I've talked about the timestamps. I've talked about YouTube Descript and all those other things that you can create. There's so much more that I could talk about, but I think that's uh, probably <laughs> enough for now. Uh, okay, so the next one I want to talk about is Ecom Live. So um, Stream Deck, by the way, works on Macs and PCs. Uh, Ecom Live just works on um, Macs. And I had to had to remember to click on the log button. I'm, I'm really this is one of the problems uh, when I'm doing the, these live shows is remembering to do things. Uh, so hopefully this is a new thing for me. Hopefully I'll start to remember that when I'm starting a new section, or if my guest says something amazing, or I say something amazing, which can happen occasionally, I need to remember to click that log button. Um, otherwise, I'm going to forget. Okay, Ecom Live. I'm not going to say much about Ecom Live because I've talked about Ecom Live so many times on this show. Uh, but Ecom Live is amazing. It is the kind of the hub of what I of everything that I create. So I start off with a live show, or I start off with just recording, and then that video can then go into all the other different apps that I will talk about today. Uh, I can create podcasts. I can create blog posts. It is amazing and uh, I that's probably all I need to say uh, for the time being about that it allows me to create that content really quickly and easily there's some really amazing things that are coming with ecom live uh, as well which I'm going to be talking about in future weeks as they release some of those things I'm not going to tell you any more about that but um yeah one of the things you can do that I really like this is a bit more geeky so let's go into live demo mode and go to my Ecom Live preferences. There's now I've got this feature called shortcuts. So this allows you to do to automate certain things when you open Ecom Live or when you start a broadcast or end a broadcast. So what I've done here is I've created a shortcut. These are Mac shortcuts, which I'm going to go into the shortcut shortcut app in a second. But I've got this shortcut shortcut called start broadcast and when the broadcast finishes it ends the broadcast this is really cool so let's go into shortcuts on my mac um, and i'm going to go into let's switch off live demo mode and go into here um now all of uh, this is yeah let's go down to uh what was the name of it again i can't actually remember Start broadcast and end broadcast. That was it. So start broadcast. Let's have a look at that. So what it does, um, now I'm I'm going to stop using, this was an old system I've got here for timestamps, which I'm not going to use anymore. But the cool thing here is that it um, switches on my, uh, very difficult to show you here. 
but it basically switches on. I've got a light. I've got a Philips Hue light up out in the hall out there. And what it does is it goes red. So it me shows everyone else in the house that I'm live and not to disturb me. So basically, when I start going live, the red light goes on, uh, which is cool. And then the end broadcast is a similar thing. I'm going to uh, basically what it does is it goes back to white and then switches off the light. So you could do lots of other things as well. You could, uh, oh yeah, the other thing, of course, it does is do not disturb as well. Have I got it there? Yeah, right at the top there, uh, it shows do not disturb. So when when I'm finished, it just means that uh, do not disturb is switched off on my phones and on my Mac as well. And when I start, it's the opposite. Uh, do not disturb is on. So that is cool. It just means that I'm not going to be disturbed because uh, <laughs> that's not what you want uh, in the middle of it. Okay, let's have a look next. So what have we got next? Uh, Keyboard Maestro is the next one. Again, this is a Mac-only app, sorry PC users. And this is a little bit more geeky. I'm only starting to get into this. Uh, it is quite a complicated app to use, but it's something that I definitely want to play around with a lot more. It's it's kind of, they, they call it the premier Mac automation software. And it it's it is really kind of the king of productivity tools on the Mac, but it can be quite overwhelming when you open it. So if I click on uh, keyboard Maestro here, um, this is probably going to look pretty overwhelming. But uh, what I've done here is I've got a folder here called Ecom Live, and what I've uh, I've got, for example, different different uh, macros they're called. So for example, I can open uh, and switch to the teleprompter just by using this hotkey, which is cool. Uh, I can open an app called Audio Hijack by typing this shortcut here, which is Control Alt Command <laughs> semicolon. Uh, and one that I'm using today is uh, for Keynote. Um, I've got Keynote open in the background on a green on a green background, and then I'm overlaying it on the screen. So this is actually using Keynote on the screen at the moment. And I've got these buttons in my stream deck that I can move left and right. And this is actually updating uh, Keynote in the in the background, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, there's also the YouTube player as well. So this is sending uh, keyboard uh, key, keystrokes to Google Chrome to simulate those as well. I'm not going to go into any more about about Keyboard Maestro, except for the fact that it is, it is amazing once you get your head around it. And I'll probably do a whole show on Keyboard Maestro at some point in the future. Next one is Dropbox. And from my point of view, what I do here is I set my Ecamm Live recording folder to being on Dropbox. The advantage of this, it means that everything is saved all in backed up, but it also means my assistant Tonya has access to all of those as well. So she can like put those into tools like Descript. Uh, and also sometimes people ask me or my guests want to have a, a high definition quality of the show and I can just uh, right click and give them access to that. So for example, if I go uh, to here, let's just have a quick look where I am and uh, let's go to here. So I've got my, e this is my Ecom Live recordings folder here. And uh, I can look at, for example, last week, I went live at four o'clock on March 24. 
Uh, and in there, I've got my video of of that, but I've also got the separate recordings, separate audio recordings as well. So if I want to send all of that to my guest, all I need to do is right click on that and then click on uh, copy Dropbox link. And that link, that special link is now copied to my clipboard and I can then send that to my guest and they have access to all those files. They can download the video and all the audio files as well which is amazing. I love that. It just saves so much time. It really does. What's next? Okay, it is Descript. Uh, Again, I'm not going to spend a huge amount of time on Descript today because I've taught a lot about it in the past, but Descript is, how do I even describe it? Descript is uh, an audio and video editing tool, but it does so much more than that. And usually video and audio editing tools work with um, how do I put this? Yeah, um, they they work with the, the waveform or the video themselves, whereas what this does, I'm just going to uh, share my screen now. Um, oh, I know, what, I know what's happened here. Uh, okay, there we go. So um, what I've got here is I've got, uh, I've been doing a course and uh, I've now dragged the videos from Ecom Live into here and what it will do it's got the video on the right but it has transcribed all of what I've said in there uh, and for, for example if I want to make this little bit into a video snippet I've just selected one paragraph what I can do is I can right click on that clip to a new composition and now I've got that as I can I can just download this for example I can export the subtitles, the, uh, the just the audio. I can make it into a GIF, which is pretty amazing. I love my facial expression on the screen there. And uh, the other thing you can do is you can change the orientation. So, for example, if I wanted to make this a square video, I can do that, and I can. So it's got uh, uh, it's got something. It's got black bars on the top and the bottom. I could add an image underneath that or I could just crop it just by uh, expanding the uh, the corners. And now that is a square that I can then just download. I can even put captions on here as well. So if I click on the plus, I can go down to fancy captions and uh, play that now. In those cases, you've actually now got the captions there on the screen as well, which is amazing. So Descript just saves so much time. And of course, it allows you to turn your blog posts turn your podcast and your live shows into blog posts as well. <sighs> I think we almost need a bit of a breather. I would love to know from you watching what you your your productivity tools are. Annette, thank you so much for being here. I know you've got to run and, uh, and I hope the tools are going to be really helpful. I've not actually included Easel in the productivity tools, even though Easel is an amazing tool. I'm not sure. Well, I suppose it is a kind of a productivity tool. Uh, but and Annette uh, is the founder of Easel and uh, it's amazing graphics editing tool for your browser. Uh, but yeah, if you're watching, let me know what you think uh, your, your productivity tools are. Okay, so that's Descript. The next one is Mac Updater. And again, as you can probably tell, Mac Updater is for Mac. Um, Mac only. Uh, I read you saying, simple note for me. Yes. 
I've heard lots of good things about Simple Note. Uh, I haven't really found the best like note taking tool yet. Um, so I'd love to know from you, Reg, what, uh, how do you use it? One of the, th- one of the things that I'm working on, I'm going to talk about very soon is like my journey, my productivity journey. Today's more about the tech and the tools, uh, but I will be talking about mindset as well. And this Thursday actually is my first session with a coach, with an ADHD coach. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to find ways uh, and using tools and, and, technology to help me to be more productive. Um, so I haven't, I'd use Evernote, I use uh, Apple Notes, I've used uh, other tools as well. And I haven't really found the best tool for me or the the way of working really, I suppose, is what it is. So yeah, Mac data. Let's look at Mac data. Uh, now, where's it gone? Oh, there we go. Yeah. So Mac data uh, allows you basically to update apps on your computer very easily. What it will do is every day, it will check all the apps on your computer and we'll see if there are updates that need to, that need to happen. So I can see, for example, Brain FM uh, needs to update. So I'm going to click on open the app store. And actually, that's already done. That's already done. Um, let's go back to uh, here. Uh, I've got an app called uh, Logi Options. That requires a manual update. Um, and then I've got Zoom and Microsoft Teams. Now, often what will happen is I'll just click on that and it'll just update in the background. Zoom, however, is a little bit more dodgy. If I click on update, what will happen is it will open it up in the in its normal installation thing. So I just have to install all of that. But this just allows me to kind of update all my apps really easily and just saves a lot of time. Because the thing is, uh, with with a lot, lot of these tools... Uh, you need to, there are security updates and you need to make sure that everything is secure. And sometimes you want to have the, the latest features as well. Okay, just moving on quickly. The next one is Agora Pulse. We all love Agora Pulse on this show. Uh, Agora Pulse is a social media management tool. I've talked about it loads on the show uh, before. And uh, it just allows you to connect all your social media channels. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, even YouTube and to manage them as well. So if I just log in now, I've not logged in for a little while, so I'm, I'm actually not doing terribly well here. Uh, I've got 87 replies I've got to get through on Twitter. Um, but I can go through these very easily. I've also got a publishing tool. I've also got um, reports. There's also a new cool tool in there called Social ROI as well. And I can also see who the uh, top engaged people are in the in the on my social network. So, making Louise Brogan, Jeff C, Matt Jackson are all like top engaged people. So I know who is in my community. Awesome. Right. What's next? What's next? Hazel. Oh, Hazel. 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 Hazel is a really cool tool from the guys at NoodleSoft, and it's an automation tool. It's a kind of like allows you to organize your files and your folders on your computer. So if I just um, go through what I've got here, what I've got on my, I've, I don't use Hazel as much as I want to do in the future, but uh, I've got all my photos that I take on my phone are backed up using Dropbox and they end up on my computer here. What So what I do is Hazel looks at all the photos in my camera uploads folder on Dropbox and then it moves them 
to my pictures folder on my computer and organizes them into uh, a subfolder with the year and then a subfolder of the date. And then it renames it to the date created. So it just means that everything is then backed up in the proper folder on my computer. Uh, and I also do that for my wife as well, for her folders as well. So we've all got them backed up together. So that is Hazel. It is a really cool tool. Love it. Okay, what's next? Parallels to Parallel Toolbox. Now, Parallels is a Mac app, um, but Parallels Toolbox is for PC and Mac. I'm just getting it up on the screen here so I can show you. Uh, so uh, this works for both Mac and PC, and it's, it's amazing. I'm surprised not more people know about this because... It, it just loads and loads of tools bakes into one tool. So I'm going to go here um, and I'll show you what we got on here. So for example, we've got uh, break time. So what is break time? This reminds you to take regular breaks from uh, your computer. I should probably uh, install that. You've got capture areas so you can capture parts of the screen. You can prevent your computer from going to sleep using the do not sleep option. You can download audio files from the internet to your computer. So for example, it could be if you want to download the YouTube, the audio of a YouTube file, you can do that. Uh, free memory. So you can uh, just make sure that uh, you're making the best use of all the memory on your computer. You can uh, hide and, and hide your files. You can make a GIF, transform text, world time. Uh, my goodness, there's just so more. Uh, so, so many different apps here. Um, yeah, there are loads. You, it's got an alarm, airplane mode, barcode generator, and more. I'm not going to go through all of those, but it is pretty cool. So that's that. And then the final tools, just to mention, are Zapier and If This Then That, IFTTT. And I just love these tools. And I've got so many that I could go through here. But in Zapier, um, I've got I've got one here that... Uh, Basically, if anyone subscribes to my newsletter on Twitter, uh, Twitter uses this service called Review. Basically, all the people that sign up on Review get added to my active campaign list as well because I don't really use Review. So that is a cool tool uh, in Zapier. Basically, what Zapier does is it connects uh, two different services together and allows you to do one thing as a result of another thing happening as well. So I've got email um, ones in there. I've got many chat. I've got Slack. So many different things. But that I think will do for today. There's so many different things you can do. Um, let's have a look at the um, comments. So Reg says it's like a cross-platform. Oh, so this is for Simple Note. It's like a cross-platform Notepad in the cloud that has history function for timestamps. That's cool. It's much simpler than Evernote, but it, because it's simpler, I get more out of it. Uh, on all my devices. Yeah, I, I I think that's, I hear you about that with Evernote. I've had Evernote for like probably over 10 years. And I, don't, I don't really use it very well. So I I need to check out um, Simple Note. And Laura is saying, oh, never heard of it. Uh, is it better than Hootsuite? I assume you're talking about Agora Pulse. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could, I could talk about this at length. Um, one of my first ever articles, like back in 2011, well, seven reasons not to use Hootsuite. Not because I think Hootsuite is particularly bad, but um, yeah, I, I think there are better tools out there. And Agora Pulse is, in my opinion, 
the best social media management tool. It's what I've been using for years and years. I think since 2015 is when I made the switch. Uh, and so I would definitely check out uh, Agora Pulse. And uh, if you go to iag.me forward slash Agora Pulse, uh, you, can, um, you can sign up for that. That is an affiliate link, but it's iag.me forward slash Agora Pulse. It is really cool. And I've done a whole episode on Agora Pulse in the past. So if you want to find out more about that, just go to iag.me forward slash podcast and go back and have a look at it. I don't know when it was. It was quite a while ago. Well, that's it. Um, <laughs> my pleasure, Laura. Great to see you uh, watching on LinkedIn. Um, well, that's it for this week. I will be back next Friday, well, this Friday, um, no, or next Friday uh, for the podcast. Uh, and of course, uh, I will be uh, back next week for the live show as well. But that's it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Productive, I wanna be a wanna be productive. I wanna be a wanna be productive. I wanna be a wanna be productive. I wanna be wanna be productive. I wanna be a wanna be productive. I wanna be wanna be productive. I wanna be productive.